Hey everybody, it's Aaron Califato. I'm breaking format just for this episode. Now, if you're a regular listener to these stories, to the seven minute story podcast, you know, the drill every week, I tell a new seven minute story. And as they say, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So it's not broke and I'm not going to attempt to fix it. But what they didn't say is, can you make it even better? Can you add little facets to what you're doing to add depth, to add range, to build audience? So I figured in addition to me, usually every week telling a seven minute story, I figured you might enjoy every once in a while having a guest seven minute storyteller. Now, sometimes this guest seven minute storyteller might be a person who writes a story and reads it, and then I'll air their story. Or maybe it's someone that I talked to or did an interview with because in my line of work, I'm always interviewing people. And so I might just grab seven minutes of a conversation with someone I had if I thought it was interesting. Or maybe in the future, there might be a guest seven minute storyteller who does it my way, which is to turn on a microphone and try to tell a compelling story in approximately seven minutes. It's kind of tough to do, but I have a feeling someone's going to be able to do it. Now, for this episode, my first official guest seven-minute storyteller is a fellow storyteller, Shannon Kaysan. Shannon's a guy I admire a lot. He's done all the big shows. He's been on NPR, Snap Judgment. He's won uh, on The Moth. He's won Story Slams, all that stuff, all the accolades. And so this conversation, this seven-minute blurb that you're about to hear was from an interview that he and I did. And I thought it was really compelling. We talked about his process as an artist, how he writes, how he creates stories, and what we hope storytellers and the art of storytelling has in store for the future. So for now, enjoy this conversation. And if you want to hear more from Shannon, go to shannoncason.com and check out his podcast called Homemade Stories. Enjoy the talk. I like to write and I love the words and I love like sentences. So I'll write my stories. Like if I think of an idea or, you know, stories can come from all types of places, you know, as a creative yourself, like somebody can say something, uh, you know, I'm riding on the train and somebody might say a word or something or a phrase. And I'm mm-hmm. like, man, and then or you look at a person and you think about him being a character or something. Mm-hmm. So, so I get an idea from that. But then I'll write a story. So I'll think about like, okay, the, the shoe shine man. And mm-hmm. I'll think about the guy who shined my shoes in the, at the bottom of this skyscraper in, in, uh, in, in, in Chicago. And what is his life like? And I look at him and I see, man, he got nice shoes on, of course, you know, and then, but he got on a nice suit and he taught, you know, this is a cool ass shoe shine man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm thinking about his life and I'm like, man, he not just a shoe shine man. He actually selling drugs to a lot of these people who are in this <laughs> in this thing. That's why he got that nice car. And so this is all made up. You know what I'm saying? So I make up these stories in my head and I'll write them out. But then I'll tell them on stage. So some of my stories are actual, not not, not the ones for Snap Judgment and the Moth and things like that. But like I would do shows where I would tell fictional stories, mm. but you wouldn't know they're fictional. You know, right? It's just just a story about a man who the shoe shine man. And I saw him at the cabaret that I was going to on the South side and the shoe shine man was giving me all this knowledge and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll create, I'll, I'll write the stories first 
and then I'll tell the stories. But when I'm telling the stories, this is for the performance storytelling. Yeah. When I'm telling the stories, I go off script. Yeah. And that's yeah. my thing of staying staying natural. Mm-hmm. You know, what I hear a lot from my storytelling is it'd be like timing and then staying natural. And the timing come from hip hop. Like I used to rap. So mm-hmm. rapping is basically timing. Like if you hear a person who can rap, it's timing. And then you hear a person who can't really rap that good, they timing is off. It's yeah. just like you hear, you'd be like, man, they, they whack. They may or may not be, but the timing is off. Or unless they meant to do the timing, which is a, another story. But at the same time, like I'll use timing, I'll use pauses, I'll use, but it's not unnatural. Like a lot of folks do it and they do it, like I'm gonna leave a big pause here to get a reaction. Right, you can. <laughs> and if it's unnatural, you can feel it. But when it's natural, you can feel it. You can mm-hmm. feel that too. You can feel it being like the person thinking about something. Add that to your storytelling. Like you, you can't add that without really doing it. Like if you're trying to think of something when he was saying those parts within a story make it feel good to me. It just feels better if a person's on stage and they're sharing stories and you can feel it's a little bit of authenticity within yeah. this time of telling this story. So I try to, I write, but then I'll I'll go off script on stage. So that's yeah. a beautiful skill to have because one of my weaknesses that I've just basically eliminated was if I ever tried to write something, once it's written, it's the same thing that I had an issue with as an actor was that I could get there, but when it's on the page compared to a live event, or even when I'm in front of the mic recording, there's a disconnect for me. And I'm mm-hmm. talking personally now. So like yeah, for me, yeah, yeah. If, there, if I wrote something even for myself and it wasn't in a script for a character, when I'm on stage performing it, I felt, I felt always still tied down to that language in the sense that I had to follow it that I'm thinking about the words, even if I'm off book, I'm thinking about it. And it felt like I felt trapped. And that, that probably speaks to more of my inability as an actor. Uh, and, and I had some disconnect. Whereas if I had a framework for what I want to tell in my head, every first performance of any story I tell, it's completely extemporaneous. So like what I'll do is I'll go out there. It's scary as shit. Go out there in front of 50 people and I don't. I know what I'm going to say. I have road. I have you know markers in the road. But between those markers, I don't know. But what I what I trust is that authenticity, the the ability for me to get to point A to point B, and it just always feels better because I'm doing it freely. I'm not doing it with a guide, and I am the guide. And and yeah. then eventually, once there becomes a pattern, I follow it. But I also am kind of I am I'm I'm envious of people who can like yourself, who can write something. And even if you go off script a bit, you still can make it feel natural. Yeah. And that's just, that's just, that speaks to just different skill sets. That's, and that's yeah. something that's, that's, cause I always felt that too. I always wondered, I'm like, does he, I'm like, does Shannon just improvise or does he write this out? Or how does he, like, I, I'm, and I, I'm, I'm glad to hear, it's interesting to hear that you have a little bit of both uh, in your yeah, process. Yeah. I, I wish, like you was talking about the comedians, I wish storytelling um, had what comedy has. You know, for me, with storytelling... Like what? 
like have a personality to your story. Mm -hmm. So when you hear my storytelling within a storytelling show, I'm trying to, I'm going to fit your style because it's the show. You get what I'm saying? I ain't going to mess up the show for nobody. But I want to add my own style to it so they can be like, that was a little different than the rest of them because I'm not trying to do this formatted thing. Like I like comedians, they can go up. If you know you're going to listen to uh, Chris Rock, mm-hmm. you know, that's a big comedian, but you, you know you're going to – you know what your style – you're not trying to – You it would be awkward to see Chris Everybody Rock just go Rock. up and it's a mic stand and him just stand in front of the mic stand because Chris Rock grabs the mic and he walks this walks whole around. stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he walks this way and walks that way and, do you know, he's going to do it his style. Then – uh, 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 Norm McDonald is going to lead that mic right in the stand and he's going to talk in front of the stand and both of them go going to have you crying laughing. You know? Right, right. So with storytelling, I wish we, like, I like my style is me. I'm going to yeah, do yeah. my style. But then I go on with Aaron and Aaron's going to do his style. I hope you enjoyed the episode. A lot of people have been coming up to Aaron and I at parties, sending emails, and calling to tell us how much they love the podcast and ask when the next episode's coming out. A great way to stay connected is to visit the website, 7minutestoriespod.com. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, let more people know what you think about Aaron and his storytelling by rating and leaving a review. Lastly, the biggest compliment you can give us is to share your favorite episode with friends on social media. Thanks again for listening.